Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. Hello, everybody. Welcome back to the program. It's Donna and Steve on My Talk 1071, Everything Entertainment. <sighs> I finished the Arnold Schwarzenegger <laughs> documentary, docu-series, I should say. It's called Arnold, and it is on... Netflix. Netflix. Thank you, Steve. Three-parter? Three-parter. Our episodes? Mm, about, yeah, I would say. And at first I was like, I don't know. I'm surprised you watched this. I am, too. Does it make you want to work out? Not like, really. Right. No, but, you know, it makes me realize what a driven yeah. person Arnold Schwarzenegger is. Yes. Like, he sets his mind to something, and he does not accept no for an answer in his own, own mind. He's like, no, I'm going to do this. Right. Even if it seems like something so far-fetched. And so he talks a little bit about his... You know, it's an ongoing theme throughout the docuseries about his outlook in that way on life. But you get to hear from people like James Cameron, Sylvester Stallone, uh, Jamie Lee Curtis. Um, You hear from Maria Shriver, but only in past uh, footage. Right. She declined to be a part of this. And, you know, he also is someone who has um, admitted when he was wrong, mm-hmm. admitted he he made a mistake or has yeah. apologized when an apology was needed and or expected. And I think he's sincere. I mean, he comes across as a really sincere, kind person who loves his kids and, um, has a lot of regret for what happened mm-hmm. in his marriage mm-hmm. that was all his fault. Right, right. Uh, he talks about his um, his son, Joseph, and how Maria found out. His son who he had with his housekeeper. Correct. Right. So there's all that kind of stuff. He uh, they, they get down and into it. But I think the most, my biggest takeaway is that I had no idea how intelligent he he really is mm-hmm. and how sincere he really is and how uh how introspective he is yes i think you might get i think you could even just dabble you know like watch a little bit fast forward sure get what you want from it but i think it's just really interesting how successful i he might was. like it all I'm, i've always been interested in, i've never been a diehard schwarzenegger fan but i've always been interested i've i'm i'm hitting miss on his movies, but yeah, he same. for a you know twenty year stretch was like what a movie star, right? Well, you know? and some of the movies he was in were like cringy, like the Pumping Iron, and well, then the, the, the well, the that Hercules was a, Pumping Iron was a documentary though, you know. So it's not like he signed off on like I'm gonna play the part. Now you might think all of that stuff was cringy. I love Conan the Barbarian. 
I love pumping iron. Okay. I loved it. I didn't discover it. I mean, it's interesting. Maybe I was like, I don't know, 21, 22. And it details Arnold as he's going after yet another Mr. Olympia. Also, you see how jacked up he was. His muscles were so big. And then he was going against, in that, Lou Ferrigno. Right. And Lou Ferrigno, who went on to become the first Incredible Hulk. Yep. It was a back and forth. That was fun. Yeah, and it also brings light to that whole bodybuilding subculture, mm-hmm. you know, before it was what it is today with like CrossFit and competitions and everything. This was kind of like this almost felt like a little quiet underground kind of. Yeah, it was very niche back then. Yes, con- con- you know, competition. And then you had um, Venice Beach. Mm-hmm. Gold's or gym. Muscle Beach and Gold's Gym, all that stuff, um, which I think he's still kind of involved in. And he still then, works out at Gold's Gym. Yes, and they, he was in yeah, this. Yeah, that's crazy. And then the other thing is, he comes to America. He becomes a millionaire before he ever made it in the movies hmm. because he got into real estate. See, he got into real estate. He became really rich, so he didn't feel. Like he, it was like life or death kind of situation. You know what I mean? Yeah. You know, feast or famine kind of situation. I was just talking with somebody the other day about how very often, and I'm sure you could spin this the other way, but very often when you're desperate, it leads to less than optimal outcomes. Right. And so there's a difference between being desperate and being driven. Right. And so if he already had his money that was there, he didn't have to say yes to anything and you can then just allow yourself a slow burn of like what's the rush yeah just, I, I don't want to get it all right now and just get a thing to say i have a thing right let's like slow burn our way through this and find the right things yeah. when they come up and so but on the flip side of that though he's not desperate very driven which which very driven i've heard him talk about in commencement speeches before and yep. he, he has a he he does have an interesting story and quite a bit of he seems to always point it back to um, self-reliance. He and I, I think, from what I've heard, would probably differ on issues of like faith and spirituality. But what he does is he always puts it back to self-reliance, which is like everybody who hears me, right? You can change your situation. You can. You've got the yes, power that's him. to change it. And he often talks about it from a bodybuilding standpoint, saying like, you can make a determination today. If you want your body to look different six months from now, you have everything you need to make that happen. Right. Discipline is the challenging part, but it's like, it's all right out there. And that's when he's like, be driven, just commit to it and you do it. And there is something pretty compelling about that. He does not strike you as lazy or looking for a shortcut. Not at all. I mean, and you know, he got into politics, became the governor of California. Nobody thought that was going to happen. Everyone was like, what? He hustled. Yeah. He rang doorbells. He went door to door. Could you imagine? I mean, I'd be like, what? Hi? Okay. And, and you know, he's he's got charisma and charm. And... I was just talking to Ted down the street. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> all right. All right. What do you sell? Oh, you going to get God. rid of that wasp's nest? Funny. I had someone just ring my doorbell yesterday. I'm like, did you not see the sign? Oh, did I tell you what I did the other day? Yeah, I think you did. About and going kid, up like, and, yeah, the hard no. Yeah, yeah. Oh, felt good. Saying no yeah, feels great. Yeah, I was like, sorry, bye. 
Anyway, uh, Schwarzenegger, it's called Arnold. It's on Netflix. And one thing I, I do want to say about him, so he really didn't know what he was getting into. And then he he tried to like a hard push on some of his policies that people were mad about. And so he was like, OK, maybe I need to take a step back. And, you know, and then he went back and I believe he got was he elected to a second term? I think he was. I feel like he was. I, think I do he too. Did eight years. So he like redeemed himself because he listened. Hmm. And another thing he says is uh, when it he said, you could call me Arnold, you could call me Schwartzy, whatever his nicknames are. He said, but don't ever call me self-made. I am not self-made. There are teams of people along the way. There are hmm. people who helped me. And, you know, I'll never say I'm a self-made man. Or success, that's, so that's 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 good a, to hear. That's, that is, yeah, that's a, a humble yeah. approach to success. Anyway, that's all I got. Nice job, D Bone. That's all she wrote. Nice. Hey. How much workout footage do we get? A lot. Yeah, a lot. Sweet. Yeah, you get a lot. Brah. You get a lot, and you you get to see who his mentors were, you know. And then he was in a competition with one of his mentors, and he was like, "Nope, I'm going to back out because he didn't he didn't feel right." He seems like deep down he's a nice guy who's now, made a lot of mistakes, but he owns up to them. The coffee celebrity test. You'd want to have coffee with him. He'd be an interesting conversation, I don't would. you think? I do. I, let me. Can I say one more thing? Yeah. I don't think he's a good actor. Okay. And there we go. It all came full circle. <laughs> Hang on. Let me get this in. No, quick. no, no. The, but good. it is impressive how he hustled. And became such a big star. He's a big presence. He's a big body. You know, is he the greatest actor on the planet? No, but in the right role, True Lies, Terminator. You'll maybe a touch that. more of a performer than a Love it. trained actor. Print. I like that piece of this puzzle. We're going to take a break now. We don't have time for anything else, guys. That's so tough, got. tough. When we come ah. back, we do have a couple of studies. Oh, this is a really fun little list here. Ten everyday things that kind of feel illegal. Ooh. I think you'll agree with some of these. We'll talk about that when we come back to Uncle Boost Mobile Store for details. He's pretty much a one-man morning zoo, but we're... And everyone is already home. Hey, good morning. But I'm on my we're back. Own. Donna and Steve on my talk. 1071, everything. Entertainment and then stum, stum, stum. Welcome back, everybody. Hey, it's the Donna and Steve experience on my talk. Yeah, and we've got uh, a couple of studies we want to share with you, at least one. Well said. Thanks. Studies have shown that... Studies have shown that the microbial... Several long-term studies have shown... They've studied the studies. Several scientific studies have shown... And here with their findings are study buddies... The perfect nerd couple... Donna and Steve. Take it away, Steve. I, uh, I saw this list. The headline was funny to me. 10 everyday things that feel strangely illegal. You haven't looked at it, right? I, I was about okay. to, and I no, thought, no, 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 I'm not going to. No, no, no. Please don't. All right. Uh, <laughs> this is kind of funny. This, according to, you know, the internet, put this all together. I think it might have been, been the old feed that is buzz, and it was. Nice. Walking through a store and leaving without buying anything. Yeah. I always imagine I'm about to be tackled on the way out. Probably like <laughs> presumed, where is it? Oh, you know Especially what? if you go into the dressing room and then you still leave with nothing. That's okay for me unless it's a small shop. Yes. You know, like let's just say I'm in, I'm going to say I'm in Utah. Okay. 
for the Sundance Film Festival. Okay. And I'm just cruising into a shop, and I'm like, oh, this looks like a really nice hat shop. And I go in, ding, 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 the door opens. Okay, everybody close your eyes. <laughs> and someone's like, hi, can I help you find anything? And I'm like, no, I was just going to take a peek. What a beautiful store. That's when I feel guilty leaving. Oh. Uh, Thank you. Have a good day. Because essentially, you because you feel like you're saying, not as beautiful as I thought it'd be. Looks nice. Not enough. Not nice enough to buy anything. Right. To, to patronize no, and help nice you stay in business. It's nice enough. It's just too expensive. Yes. And I know I look rich. <laughs> <laughs> From all the work that's been done. Uh, but I shan't be buying a right. cowboy hat today. Thank you. Chester, door please. <laughs> Walking into a restaurant, changing your mind and walking back out. Ten oh. everyday things that feel strangely illegal. Yes. I will give you my example of that. I did this recently. I was in the bank that is Burr. Burr Bank. Burr. I said, may I see your menu? They said, yes, right here. I looked at the menu. Turned it over. And then I just continued looking at the menu thinking, so what's my play here? Because I know it's not eating here. I would just get a drink. (laughs) Oh, (laughs) no, I put it back and I said, all right, thank you guys so much. And then I just walked out, felt awkward for those four steps while I was still in their restaurant. Mm. And then once I got out there onto the old boulevard, I felt like, ah, freedom! Didn't you do that with your brothers in Georgia? Go into a restaurant and you were like, ah... The multiple restaurants. Oh. <laughs> we and then we ended up at a Red Lobster. It was remember that one time we got like river river scallops. Or that was, was my that? only bad experience Scalopinos. at Red Lobster. I love Red Lobster. We love the lob, and we would like an endorsement. We're not afraid to ask for it. Club club. I'm just not going to endorse those little those little scallopinis. If they ever balls. say like no, it was supposed to, you can get scallops, freshwater scallops, or. Baby scallops? Ba- you want the scallops, big ones. River scallops. They're offering you river scallops or crick scallops. Just say, are they big? I want five. I want the big fluffy ones. It's like I want the big sea marshmallow. Scallops. Yes, I don't want the little marshmallows. No. I don't want 8,000 marshmallows. I want the big ones. Same thing with scallops. We're all on the same page. Yep. I'll slap my mic now. Nice. 10 everyday things that feel strangely illegal. Owning a flame. I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. Thrower. They're actually only illegal in two states. I don't even know what that is. Take a flamethrower to this place. <laughs> that's not a good Pacino. because you're laughing. <laughs> Passing a police car on the highway, even if you're going the speed limit. 100%. That's why everyone slows down when they see a cop. Yes. And it slows traffic. And you're like, why is everyone slowing down? These are everyday things that feel strangely illegal. I don't even like when there's a cop car behind me. I'm like, he's he's uh, judging me. He's uh, totally judging me. He's looking to see if my brake light's out. Oh, my God. He's going to arrest me. <laughs> he's going to find that dime bag. I don't have a dime okay, bag. Sorry. I was just trying to tell a colorful story. Wow. Um, <laughs> that's what I do my worst driving. 
I see a cop and I become the most unnatural version of yeah. myself. Yep. I'm like, am I rolling through the stop sign? Oh my gosh. Yes. I immediately sit up straight. I start shaking. I turn on NPR. <laughs> oh, hello, sir. <laughs> you get the bow tie out of your glove box. <laughs> it's clip on, yeah. Oh, anyway. Oh, good uh, other t- everyday things that feel strangely illegal. Breaking up banana bunches at the grocery store to get the exact amount of bananas that you want. Hilarious. <laughs> that is so true. But they don't sell them by the bunch. Earth just gives us to them by right. the bunch. The trees give them off by the right. bunch. Right. It's I, like breaking a leg off an octopus. I hate bananas, so I've never purchased a banana. Oh. And then I started dating Sarah, and we go to the grocery store together, and she's like ripping one or two off. And I'm like, that can't, what are can't you be doing? Right. I've never seen that before. <laughs> <laughs> like, thief. Yeah. yeah, it does feel like, you know, putting your hand in the bulk candy thing. <laughs> yeah. You know, and just right. shoving them in your purse. But then it's got a protective peel on it. And you want this, you, you have a certain sort of ripeness that you want, right? We want three greens because those are going to come later yeah i need some greenish yellows and then i need some yellows and hell if i know i'm going to eat them today i'll even take a couple brown speckles <laughs> mike yeah. you got to back it up here is another person who is not a fan of the banana never had a banana what's what's your beef with bananas? i've never had it he's it's just, just not a fan you just three foods i don't eat and that's one of the three of the three what All are right. the other two Beets. Beets. Yep. No <laughs> beets, bananas, and let's guess. Berries? Blueberries? No. No, it's gotta be is something. Is it another B? Oh, it's nope. probably some meat. First letter, type please. Thing. It fish? is a meat type thing. That is a fish. It's a fish. Uh I'm gonna say salmon. Nope. Oh, that was a really good guess. Oh, I'm gonna say shrimp. Nope. Wow. Cod? It's a crustacean. Sensation. Crab. Lobster. Lobster. Oh. For Why? some strange reason. I love crab. It's like my favorite food of all time. Oh, wow. Every time I've had lobster, I've broke out and got sick and allergic to it. Oh, wow. Okay, so. That's called a negative reinforcer in therapy. And normally, it's all crustacean. It's not usually. Right, I was going to say, that's It doesn't strange. make any sense, but that's how it's always been. I've Weird. tried it multiple times and Weird. always happens. Yeah, I always say to Steve, I'm like, nobody likes bananas. People just choke them down. <laughs> I love it's convenient. No. You know, it's like right there, ready to go. It's slap some peanut butter on it. Put it in a smoothie. Ugh. I'll, I'll quickly go through the other five from the 10 things, everyday things. It just feels strangely illegal. Holding eye contact with a stranger. Oh, yeah, for sure. Making a cup of coffee inside, putting it in a ceramic mug, and then walking around outside drinking from it. Not a travel mug, no lid. You're just doing it ceramic mug style outside. Who's doing that? <laughs> Some people. I picture someone in their robe just going on their deck. Telling your barber that you don't like the haircut. That feels illegal. Oh, I've never done that. Just do what we all do. Change barbers. Right. Just never talk to them again. <laughs> and, Ghost them. And hope you don't run into them at the grocery store. With a sweet haircut. Right. <laughs> Pulling out a notepad and taking notes about various aspects of a store or merchandise. Somebody said that they do that. Maybe they're just like, oh, I'd like these tops over here. Let's take a picture of these. Also, somebody else said it feels illegal when they put their phone in their pocket while they're at the store or opening my backpack in the store to drink from my own water bottle. Yeah, that feels weird. Okay. Yeah. Thanks, um, Steve. Absolutely, Donna. See, we said we would do at least one, and that's exactly how many we did. Awesome. When we come back, we're going to play a game. It's Wednesday. It's 1130. We will play Whose Voice Is It Anyway? Donna and I will hear a celebrity voice out of context. Text will be given a generic clue, and then we bid against each other to see who can name it in the fewest amount of seconds. You can play along. That's that.
Hey, it's Rocco for MNFatLoss.com, uh, the weight loss plan where I lost about 25 pounds in just two months. I went from the 190s to the 160s, and I did it doing things that I like, like eating good food. I didn't eat prepackaged meals. I didn't even exercise. I didn't count calories. I ate good foods because the doctor and his team at MNFatLoss.com know the secret to losing up to a pound a day. Results may vary, but it worked for me, and I think it'll work for you, too. I ate steak, I ate pork tenderloin, chicken. I found all these great sauces and salad dressings that I didn't even know existed, and I actually like. Seriously, people, you could do it. If I can do it, you can do it. Do it with me, mnfatloss.com. You can call 763 763- 312-7600 for your free consultation or just go to mnfatloss.com Alrighty We are going to write the names of some celebrities as we play Whose Voice Is It Anyway Time to play Whose Voice Is It Anyway Here's your host Zamboni Much like the College of Pop Culture Knowledge, it's a great battle in the uh, Whose Voice Is It Anyway. It was actually 5-5 three weeks ago, and then all of a sudden Donna rattles off two straight victories. She now holds a 7-5 advantage. Okay. For those who uh, haven't heard it yet, Whose Voice Is It Anyway, it's basically a little uh, bit of name that tune, name that voice style. They're going to go back and forth and with a generic clue. Guess how many seconds it's going to take them to get the voice of a celebrity correct. If they get the bid and they get it correct, they'll get a point. If they get it wrong, their opponent will get the point. We've got three of them to run through unless uh, it's a... 2-0 situation, then we got the bonus one. Oh, yeah. One Love second it. bonus clue. So uh, let's get it started here. I will flip a coin. I need one of you to call it. Heads. It is tailed. <laughs> Dang it. You suck. Donna. Every week. That means- I always go with heads. Everybody says tails never fails. Tails has only failed one time, actually. So that holds true. Let's get things started with this one. Okay, voice number one. Mm-hmm. And your clue, and Donna, you're going to start the bidding. Your clue is one of the best-selling artists the past four decades. <gasps> That's all your clue is. One of the best-selling artists the past four decades. All right. I can name that voice in six seconds. I can name that voice in five seconds. Mm. I can name that voice in four seconds. All right, I got a decision to make here. <laughs> Do I want to have fate in my hands or fate in her hands? One of the best-selling artists over the last four decades. Correct. That's the clue. Hmm. I can name that voice in three seconds. Dang it. All right, name that voice. All ah. right. Maybe some bitters regret there with that yell at the end. We'll find out as we're going to hear this voice again. One of the best-selling artists the past four decades. Steve has it with three seconds. Steve, are you ready? Fine. Well, then, why don't you name this voice? Well, and, you know, people are responding to all the singles, and, you know, it just feels like... Mm. Son of a gun, son of a gun. That kind of sounded like the voice of uh, Kiefer Sutherland there, but I know he doesn't fit that generic hint. Um, I guess I'll have to go with 
Dave Grohl. Oh. Incorrect. Point but, goes to Donna. Yeah. Looks I'll like she it. felt very confident when she heard yeah. it. I, it sounds so familiar. It almost sounds like Rick Springfield, mm. but it's not. Let's hear the it? voice again for the My Talkers. Pressure will be off you two as well. See if you can get it. Responding to all the singles, and, you know, it just feels like we wrote a great record. Are you really a. Man. Oh, gosh. I really want to get this. We're enjoying it, and it's broken up well. And, it's not you like know, a people are responding to all the singles, and, you know, it just feels like we wrote a great record. We wrote a Who great record. Who is that? <laughs> so over like the last four decades, record. so that's sort of tricky because that could mean in the 2020s, in the 2010s, 2000s, 90s. In case your head, like mine initially always goes back. When somebody says the last four decades, I'm like, all right, we're in the 70s. No. Just say I'm a little surprised this didn't pop up for Donna right away. Shoot. Play it again. Nope. I can, uh, did I close it? No, here we go. We'll hear it one more time here, and then I'll give it to you. Well, and... You know, people are responding to all the singles, and, you know, it just feels like we wrote a great record. Oh, my God. You know who he sounds like? Is a Californication guy. Tia Leone, what's his name? Oh, David yeah, Duchovny. David Duchovny. And that's all I can hear in my head. I sound like we, we College of Pop Culture was all people from New Mexico. That guy is from New Jersey. It's Bon Bruce. Jovi. It's, it's Bon Jovi. Bon Jovi. Yep. Wow. Dang it. Bon Jovi. Wow. Now that you know it, let's hear it just one more time. We're enjoying it and it's broken up well and yeah. you know, people are responding to all the singles and you know, it just feels like we wrote a great record. Very low key okay. Uh, okay, tone yeah. to his voice, but yeah. uh, that is Bon Jovi yeah. right there. Don't feel bad though, Donna, because you got the points. Yeah, she wow. the point. Could not name it in wow. three seconds. That means Woo! you got the points. Okay. And it means we move on to voice number two. Donna with the one zero lead and steve will start the bidding with this one ah your clue for voice number two half of a famous tv duo half, half of a famous tv <sighs> duo i can name that voice in six seconds i can name that voice in five seconds name that voice I- but please don't because i don't Whoa. have to go to the going right after it uh so it's six seconds or five how many seconds am i you have to do it in five. There we go. That's what I thought. Okay. Five yeah. seconds. Yes, that sounds right. Again, your clue. And this would give Donna the 2-0 lead and for Steve to go for the one-second bonus clue, something that's only been accomplished one time in the history of this game. <laughs> Let's find out if we're going to go to that. But we've got five seconds of this voice. And again, your clue for voice number two, half of a famous TV duo, Okay, Donna. Yes. Are you ready? Yes. Well, the name... This voice. You know, we've been together all these years. We've never had one argument. Okay, we had one. It was over. Five seconds of that voice. Oh, geez. That is, uh, sounded like Ellen to me, but that's not who it is. It did sound like Ellen. You're right. Uh, never had a fight. Uh, that's Lucille Ball. <laughs> Incorrect. <laughs> Steel. Steels Steel. are not okay. eligible, but Steve? Vanna White. Oh, that was Vanna White. Right. Let's, wow. let's hear her one more time. We've been together all these years. We've never had one argument. Okay, we had one. It was over putting ketchup on hot dog. <laughs> that was their one fight, by the way. Honestly, but. I don't even know what she sounds like. You I would know. never have gotten that. Yeah, I guess always, I do. They always do a little bit of chatter right at the right at the end of the show. Yeah, a little. Just a little. Well, Dang it. 
All right, tied wow. up. It's a one-one game now. After that one, Big exciting. Money. That means it's all oh. going to come down to voice number three, and uh, it's going to be Donna getting to bid first here on this one. Voice number three, your clue: five-time Emmy Award-winning comedic actress. Oh five-time Emmy Award-winning comedic actress. I can name that voice in nine seconds. I can name that voice in eight seconds. I can name that voice in seven seconds. I can name that voice in six seconds. Mm. I can name that voice in five seconds. I can name that voice in four seconds. All right. Name that voice. I'm glad I just stayed with four because I almost tried to get bullyish and go right to three. All right, I got myself another second. Come on, Steve, do this for the kids. You got four <laughs> seconds now. Just to set the table here, it's a 1-1 tie, which means it all comes down to this one. If Steve can successfully name this voice in four seconds, he'll get the point and the victory and end what is a two-game winning streak for Donna. If he cannot correctly get it in four seconds, Donna will extend that winning streak to three and take a dominant 8-5 to five lead. Your clue once again, five-time Emmy Award winning comedic actress... Steve, are you ready? I'm ready. Let's well, here's four seconds. Name this voice. We became best friends. We had so much fun. It was really one of those lightning in a bottle cast. Again, it all comes down to this. Oh, man. Mm. That is very, very difficult. And I'm trying to go through the, the comedic Rolodex five time. Emmy Award-winning comedic actress. Mm. Oh, gosh. Mm? I'm going to go with an... I, I just know it's wrong. I know it's wrong. And I can't think of anything. And I'm really bummed, as you guys can tell. But I'm going to say Patricia Heaton. And I know that is wrong. That's that is incorrect. Donna is Woo! victorious. I would have said... That was my first thought. But then I thought, is that like Courtney Cox? No. Or Deborah to, Messing? Let's listen to, to it. this again. Listen to it again here. The pressure's off. Friends, we had so much fun. It was really one of those lightning in a bottle casting things where you end up loving everybody and we worked really well together. Mm-hmm. It's great. I cannot identify that voice. It's I an older person, like maybe sounds, in their 40s or 50s. Yeah, it sounds uh, yeah, a little more, more mature of a voice. Oh, man. Give us a hint. Can we have a hint? We yep. Best friends. We had so much fun. It was really one of those lightning in a bottle casting things where you end up loving everybody, and we worked really well together. I uh, know as soon as you tell us, we're going to hear it. Yeah, started off in kind of a, uh, I wouldn't call it a cult classic, but a great uh, 80s movie. I think it's the first time we saw this uh Lady, she was also she's a Midwestern uh, gal. She did the whole comedy troops and improv groups in Chicago, like Second City, that kind of stuff. Yeah, yeah, yep, yep. Uh, and then eventually, we kind of she kind of got a little mainstream change when she was cast in the Forty Year Old Virgin oh, in a it's... role that was intended for a man, but they brought her in, and she did such a great job. She then popped in a bunch of other movies in that Leslie Mann. Nope. Oh, she man. also hosts uh, some shows. Oh, no. A lot of her initials. Melissa Peterman. JL. <laughs> Jane Lynch. 
Oh, yep. Fun. yep. It was really one of those lightning in a there bottle casting yes. things where you end Damn up loving it. everybody, and we worked really well. And she probably got some Emmys on Glee. Glee, yep. Jane Lynch. Now, can't Steve now go for the one second thing if nope. he wanted to? Nope. Because no. it's two to one. That's that would only tie it down up. Two to zero. That's only, I it's, see. It's only desperation. Yeah. We can play it, though, if you'd yes, like to find out. And again, this one, obviously, I try to make it. Uh, a little more gettable in the one second, but uh, here you go. Your uh, one second, if it would have come down to this, it doesn't. Donna already sealed the victory. Musically inclined franchise actor. Donna, we can just scream out the so answer. So just scream out the answer. Musically right. inclined franchise actor. Here is what the one second would have been. Atlanta, Georgia, that's when I Oh. I specifically picked Atlanta, Georgia. Uh, is it, da- is it uh, da- Dan- Donnie Glover? Yeah, it's Donald, Donald Glover. Glover. <laughs> yeah, it's Childish Gambino. Yeah. No, no, it's not. Oh, no. I'll let it roll but a little it, bit longer, and uh, I think you'll nail it. It's just being a local celebrity in Atlanta, Georgia. That's when I was like, Luda. Luda would have been one second. Yes, Fast and Furious actor. Oh, there was you great. go. Great. great game, Mike. Thank you. Thank Thanks, great Mike. Game. That was when a tough one. We return. Real quick, can I give something away? Oh, yeah. Why don't, Why don't we do that? that? Want to make another winner? Donna just yes. got the win there, and whose voice is anyway? She takes the eight to five lead. And now somebody is going to be the winner of a pair of tickets to Loons on the Lake Comedy Festival. Yeah. That's happening at Crooner Supper Club in Fridley. And that's going to be uh, th- these tickets are for night three. And that's going to feature comedy legend Jimmy Walker, JJ, on Good Times. Cool. And again, that's on Friday, June 23rd, 7 p.m. Be the fifth caller right now, and you're going to be heading to Loons. On the Lake Comedy Festival at Crooner's Supper Club. Meanwhile, when we come back, we will let you hear a bunch of people playing the kazoo all together. <laughs> yeah, it sounds dumb. You want to turn away, but I bet you'll stick around. Don and Steve, come right back. To say they keep things simple, transparent, and affordable. When I say they, I'm talking about Lisa and Verlin. Crescent Tide is a family owned local small business here, right in St. Paul, Minnesota. They used to be in the full service funeral business, and one day they thought, you know what, this just feels like we're doing too much. People just want simple cremations these days. They want an end of life celebration that fits their life. Uh, It seems like every funeral I've been going to lately involves a simple cremation and then a celebration of life that fits them. Maybe it's a barbecue in the park. Maybe you go scatter ashes in a special place. I know both of my parents have told me they want simple cremations. In fact, my mom had a sit down with Lisa at Crescent Tide pre-planned prepaid for a simple cremation. They start at just $800. So when that time comes, my sister and I will not have to stress about it. Check them out today. Crescenttide.com Final stretch of the show. On my talk, 1071, where talk is fun. <laughs> See what I'm saying? See that? Oh, you don't know I could do this. <laughs> wow, Sorry. thank you for sharing your special talent. You're welcome. Guys, I don't know. Is this fun or is it a nightmare? 10,000 people at Australia's Rise Up Lights. Rise Up Lights. <laughs> Rising Festival were invited to grab a free kazoo and make noise. They even tried to perform one of the best songs ever written, My Heart Will Go On by Celine Dion. Here's how it sounded. As you probably know by now, Melbourne hosted a 10,000-person kazoo event for free. We <laughs> got given a free kazoo and basically you were encouraged to make a rocket. 
And I'm not exaggerating when I say it was maybe the best afternoon of my life. Now I feel like I'm part of a secret kazoo club. After the event, kazoo's on the tram, kazoo's in the club, kazoo club unite. It was also a bartender's birthday at the spleen bar and we played him happy birthday in the kazoo. He loved it. No, he didn't. That's really funny. Somebody's got to get a Guinness World Record. I thought that that's what they were going for. I saw this story yesterday and there was someone who wrote about it and they were like, this was such a bizarre, delightfully stupid thing to be a part of, and I'm so glad I was. So it sounds like people who did it were like, Oh my gosh, we it. need to do this at the state fair. Hmm. Let's just give out kazoos. But now it's been done. We can't do it now. We have to come <laughs> up with our <laughs> own thing. Halfway across the world. Nobody's going to remember that. But it's gone global. Now we're talking about it. Dang. Slide whistles. Now Ooh. we're talking. Changing it up. Oh, and then we could even we could even do a we could read something scripted, and each time there's like a you know, boy, well that looks nice this time of day. Oh, and then we could go down whenever it's like oh, but I guess that didn't work out. I only have that one. Don't you have the up one? I don't know where it is. I think you have the up one. You just have the up one. Yeah. That's all I got. Boy, that's lame. How about we get a harp competition going? Everybody tells their memories. <laughs> yeah, that would be cool. Could we get a harpist to join us one day for the whole show? I bet we'd have to pay for it. Or if we told him we're going to put your harp sounds on the... the Now, nah, let's skip the harp thing. It's too hard to travel with a harp. It's a harp, not life. <laughs> not good. <laughs> I felt like it was so close to being It's not, not right even joke. close to being good But remember how big harps are? Yeah, they're pretty big I'd like to see one at a wedding That'd yeah. be nice Yeah, we used to have them like on uh, Easter Sunday The harpist, you're like, oh, we're elevating it Wow Usually just the organ Now we've oh! what? Now we've got the harp What did you just do? I just knocked over my Stanley oh. mug Woo! Okay, so I have a question about the harp Like I can't picture Alright, so your kid's in Got to pick an instrument for music class. Mm-hmm. Mom, Dad, I really want to play the harp. What? Yeah, now you're no. just carrying this sliding glass door around town yeah. to rehearsals. That kind of sucked because instruments were expensive. My brother played the clarinet, so then guess what? So did my sister, yeah. so did my other sister, and so did I. Let's see if you can buy a, a harp on Amazon. You could probably get something harp-like. I think you probably work up to it. So I played the tuba and the sousaphone. Oh! But I started at the trumpet. And so it's like, oh, we need more trombone players. So then I went from the trumpet to trombone. And then, oh, we, now we need a baritone player. So I went to the baritone. Oh, and wow. then it's like, okay, sousaphone guy's graduating. Now i got to take over the sousaphone. Oh, my Fascinating. Work your way right on up. Wow. Guys, they're like giving harps away. Oh, really? What are they, like 20 grand? You can get a harp for 196 bucks. Wow. The 19-string harp comes with, it's a beginner adult harp, comes with a gig bag, a tuning wrench, and a strap. That's all their cost? You know what? Well, there's another one that's 800 bucks. Oh, we got to get a harp. On Friday, we should see how many harpists listen to us. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. I threw out magicians earlier, but I I would be... uh, We could say uh, people who are professional musicians. What if, let's go harp. Well... What, what is it? What, hey, what, hey. The lines are going to blow up? I'm just saying, what if we just went harp 
All we need is to hear from three or people. You don't have to play. That's not how you pay your mortgage. If you have a harp or if you had a harp, call us. And hell, if you had a harp in the room and you could play that son of a B-Y-Y-A-T-C-H, that'd be pretty sweet. <laughs> All right. You know what I wanted to actually learn how to play the other day? Or the other day. Wow. By that, I mean like three years ago during the pandemic. That's <laughs> <laughs> funny. The, the steel. You know the steel? Guitar? No, no, no. The it's kind of like it's like a drummy thing, but it's a uh, it's steel. It's like the shape of uh, it's like this shaped like a turtle shell, but it's metal and you drum it. It's a percussive instrument and then you just hit it on different sides. Steel pan, steel pan. Can you play a little steel pan for oh, us? I can try to right some. now because it's really. I feel like it's very relaxing music, and I think percussion wise, I have some natural percussive rhythm, so I think I can take pick it up pretty quick. And it's really peaceful, kind of like music. Really? Yes, I think you would like it. If I ever played you the steel pan, or this is the hand pan. Steel pan is what pops up as the uh, the instrument. Remember Bam Bam mm-hmm. on Flintstones? It's a harp. Remember? Bam, 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 yeah. bam. <laughs> so stupid. Yeah. <laughs> you got it? Oh, that's pretty... Now, how they're doing it, this makes it sound a bit more tropical, but you can play it in like a more of like a trancey sort of, I say it's like the music on Minecraft. There are any Minecrafters mm. out there, you know what I'm talking about. It's lovely. I love it. I feel but like I would I'm... play mine, mine much, much less Caribbean. I could bring the handpan. Somebody brings a harp to the state fair. What are we on? Liney's free stage? <laughs> <laughs> I don't think you can hear it. Oh, bummer. Oh, man, that's too bad. We know it's chilly. I'm serious, Brian. What up, baby? What up, baby? Boom! Hit him with that slide whistle, B-Bone. How you doing, man? Wow. <laughs> What's the energy like down there? It's a slow start. Slow start. Ah, uh, brah. Well, right. we're going to come change that. What's the entree? We know chili is the soup. What's the entree yep. today? We got uh, turkey hoagie. Oh, nice. Yeah. All right. Okay. <laughs> Did you hear it? Can you hear it? We want to make sure you can hear it. Oh, I got it. Let's do one more sound effect for him. Yep, I got it. All right, here's one more. No, wait, Donna. Donna, do the wah wah. Hang on. This All right, you ready? All right. Here we go. This is what I hear when Steve talks. Oh, yeah. We all do. Okay. All right, we got to go. All right. All right, bye. All right, more, bye. More. bye. All right, turkey hoagie. <laughs> Sounds great. Oh, yes. Donna. Delicious. She just thumbs down it and said, garbage. <laughs> <laughs> this woman is living a lie, guys. Oh, she watches Dateline until someday. I haven't watched it in a long time. She's gonna be on Dateline. No, I'm not. Don't say things like that. Not as a victim. No, because I aged out. Apparently, oh, according right. to Matt Belanger. She was worried about being kidnapped. He was like, "Haven't you aged out of yeah, that?" I'm like, yeah, I know how to get out of a trunk. Who's gonna abduct yeah, like, you? Tell your niece. <laughs> <laughs>